Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to today's DAF, which is DAF Yod of Yuma. Um, super exciting today because I have a nice little, well, I don't have, Rabbi Rose is giving a nice little, nice little Dvartaira at the end of Sheer. So that's going to be fun. Um, if you're on the Zoom right now, I think you're going to have to listen to the episode to listen to it. But it's actually, it's actually really, really um, nice. I listened to it right before. Um, yeah. Um, I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. We totally forgot to talk to um, our Novi teacher yesterday. Wait, 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 wait. I need to move the mic. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and then also, um, I just, I have an alert on my phone for like um, Tadikim's um, yard sites. And today is Eli Hakoin. It's her yurt site. It's his yurt site. Whoa, sorry. Which that was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> today is the opposite of yesterday because it's long on the first one and um, short on the opposite one. So let's get started. Daron, I'll talk to you after. Okay. Um, I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. I hope everyone uh, they're having a, a good week. Um, I hope everything's good. I hope all is well. Um, I hope you're having an amazing day, amazing week, positive day, positive week. Let's get started. Ufar Dimiyafet might we know that the Persians descended from Yafet? Because it's written, Bineyafet, Gomer Magog, Umada the sons of Yafet, Gomer, Magog, Mada, Yavan, Tubal, Mashach, and Tiras. Wasn't Magog one of, isn't Gog, Hamagog? I don't know. Um, Gomer is a Germamia. The country identified as Gomer is Germamia, which, um, Germania, which I'm pretty sure that means it's Germany, but, um, No, it's no, it's not 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 Germany. I think I don't. If you know where what Germania is or Germania is, let me know. I would like to know. Um, okay. Um, Magog Zekandaya. Magog is Kandia, which is that Canada? Me sounds so alike, but I don't think that's Canada. Okay. Um. Madai Kimashmau. Madai is meant is literal sense, medium. Um, Yavan Zo Macedonia. Yavan is Macedonia, um, which the Greece, Greek. Macedonia is, it's the northern region of Greece. You know, I'm just going to like, yeah, I'm just going to keep going. Um, Tubal Ze Beit. Unaiki. Tuba is Beit Unaiki. Meshach Zo Musia. Meshach is Musia. Tiras Pligi Bari Rabbi Simoi Rabbanan. Tiras is. It's a machloket on what it is. Amirila Rabbi Simon Rabbanan. Others said it's a matter of machloket between Rabbi Simon and Rabbanan. Kadamazo Beit Terakai. One said it Tiras is Beit Tarkai. The Khalamar Zoparas, one said it is Persia, Tanir of Yosef, Tiras of Haras, Tiras is Persia. Savtur Amavisavtuha. 
between one and the other is a distance of 100 per parsa the hey kefa alpha parse and the circumference of the other one is 1000 parsa but he reached the beginning of Nimrod's Machos was um, Babel, Erech, Akkad, and Kalna, etc. Babel, Kama, Ashmam. Babel is meant in its literal sense, Babylon, which Talmud Babli, well, Erech, Zawa, Richot, Erech is Orichos, um, Akkad, Baskar, Akkad is Baskar. I don't know how to pronounce any of these things. Kalne Zenofer Ninfe. Kalne is Nofer Ninfe. Um in Aratahi Yatsa Ashur from that land. Ashur went forth. Taner of Yosef. Ashur is a Silak. Ashur is Silak. Um Yoven et Ninvehu et Rehovot Irvet Kalach. And built Ninve Rehovot Ir and Kalach. Ninve Kishmahu. Ninve um is meant in its literal sense. Um is Syria. Rehovot Irzo Prat Dimation. Rehovot Ir is a Paras of Mishan, Kalach Zo Prat Divorsif, Kalach is Paras of Versif at Resan Ben Ninveh Ben Kalach, Yia Yirgadola, and Resan between Ninveh and Kalach is the great city. Resan is Akte's phone, Resan is Akte's phone, He Hayiragadola, that is the great city. In Oyoda in Ninveh Hayiragadola, I do not know if Ninveh is described as a great city or in Resan Hayiragadola, if Resan is described as a great city. Shehumar bin Ninveh Hayiragadola, the Lukim Mahalach Shoshayamim, when the Pazak says in Yona, and Ninveh was an enormously great city, a three-day journey. Have Omar Ninveh who he Gidola. I would say then that is Ninveh that is referred to as the great city. Um uh, there were three. There were, I'm pretty sure this is also what we're learning in Chumash. So that's pretty cool because at first we didn't know, but now we're in Chumash. Mm-hmm. Um, where there were Achiman, Shisha, and Talmai, the offspring of the giants. Tanoi was telling the Brayton. Achiman, Miuman, Shabachim. Achiman, because he was the most powerful among the brothers. Shisha, Shemeshim, Et Aretz, Kashchichot. A second was called Shisha because he rendered the earth ruins beneath him in his footsteps. <sighs> Tama, Shemeshim and the Arts, Tolamim, Tolamim. The third one is called Tama because he made the earth into many furrows. Tolamim when he walked over Acher, another interpretation. Achiman Bana Anat, Achiman built Anat, Sheshai Bana Alush, Sheshai built Alush, Tamai Bana Tablush, Tamai built Tablush, Lide Anak. They were called the offspring of the giant Anak. Shamanikin Hachama Bikamatam because they made the sun into a necklace, Shamanikin, around their necks by reason of their towering height. They were so tall. Amarisha Ben Levi Amarabi, Atid Rami Shatipo Biyar Paras. Rome is destined to fall into the hands of Persia, Shemar. Lechin Shimua Tata Shemasharia at El Edom Machshvotav Asher Chashav El Yoshvei Timon Imlo Yisach Yischavunt Irei Hatzon Imlo Yasim Alehem Nevehem. So that's the pasuk. Mativ Lo Rabba Varula. My mashma the heights Irei Hatzon Paras Hu. What what indicates to Rabbi that this phrase, the youngest of the flock, refers to Persia? How does he know that? Ichtev Ha'ayil Asher Iti Ba'al Akranim Who 
Malachi Madayapara. Presumably the following puzzle, because it says the Chorin Graham that you saw uh, symbolized the kings of Madai and Paras. Paras, Madai. But saying that the youngest of the flock just agrees. Because uh, it is written in the next was like, and he goes, the king of Greece, he said, um, it is possible that someone who does not know <clears throat> a simple meaning of um, the, the Pasuk's Pasukim, not the Torah's Pesachim should raise a challenge to Rabbi. What does the youngest of the flock mean? The youngest of his brothers, which was um, the youngest of the sons of Yafet, which was Tiras. Tiras of Paras, the nation identified in the Pesach as Tiras is Persia. Paras is destined to fall into the hands of Persia. The following is from a Kalbhomer. Now, if in the case of the first Mikdash, which is built by a descendant of shame, Shloma, uh, um, and destroyed by the Chaldeans, um, Nafukis Kastiem Yad Parsiem, the Chaldeans fell into the hands of the Persians. Mikdash Shemi Shibanahu Pirsim Hafriviramim. Then, in the case of the second Mikdash, which was built by the Persians and destroyed by the Romans, Inodin Shiflu Romim Yad Parsiem. Is it not logical that the Romans should fall into the hands of the Persians? Amarav, Rav said, Ati the Paras should be beyond the Romans. Persians doesn't fall into the hands of Rome. Amru, later of Kahan of Rasilarav. Shall the builders Persia fall into the hands of the destroyers Rome? Where is the justice in that? Amar Lehu, he said to them, Ain, yes, he's there at Malachi, such as the decree of the king. Ikada Amar, there are those who say, Amar Lehu, in who Nami Hakas Satre Bekinishta. Sorry. Rav said to them, the Persians also destroyed many Bate Kinesiot. Yeah, um, shows. It was also taught in a breakup. I think the parish will be out of me. Persia doesn't fall into the hands of Rome. How did the um, bacon issue? Because one day destroyed, um, Bate Knesset, or I don't know what the word is for that. Odin also, it is the decree of the king, shapely bonim, um, beyond surgeon that the builders shall fall into the hands of the destroyers. Tell me the Marav in Ben David Ba, the son of David Mashiach, will not come. Adjective showed Machut Rami Harishah, Behola Olam Kua Tisha Tisha Harashim, till the wicked kingdom of Rome has overrun the entire world for nine months. Shinamar says, Achene its name. Ad eight Yolida Yad of Yetarachav Yeshuun Albanesam. That's a puzzle that um, <clears throat> supports that. Tanu, Tan Rabban, Rabban, Tan Rabban, Klasha, Hal Shachot, Havimikdash, Lahayilahan, Mazuzachot, Melishkat, Ahajin. So now it's going to go back to the topic of Yuma instead of just like um, off topic. So now it's going to talk about the Parhajin chamber. So all of the chambers in the Beit Dash had no mezuzah affixed to their doorposts except for the Parhajin chamber, Shahayabam, Beit Dir, the Kohen which had a mezuzah since it served as a dwelling place for the Kohen Gadol during the week before Yom Kippur, Amr Behudam, the Halo Kamam, the Shachot, Havim, the Shahayalavan, Beit Lahan, Beit Dir, the Hayam, Lahan, Mezuzah. But there were several other chambers in the Beit Dash that served as dwelling places, but they had no mezuzah. So rather, why should the Parhajan chamber have required mezuzah. Ela lishkat parhajan gzera haita. Rather, it was merely a gzera mirabanon. 
um, that the Pyaj and Shemesh should have in Zuzah. My time of the was the reason of Yehuda Amar Rabba Rabba said, Kasab Yehuda Kobe Cheino, Asui Limoth Hamad, the Limoth Abik Shaman in Abai. Yehuda maintains that any house that is not made for both summer and winter use is not deemed a true house and therefore does not require a Zuzah. A Tive Abai by a challenge. Um, but it is written, I will strike his winter house along with the summer house. Amalai, he answered him, Indeed, they are referred to as a winter house and a summer house. Um, but not simply as a house. Gardening produce was brought into a sukkah during the, um, the Chag of Sukkot. Rehuda Mechaev, Rehuda obligates it to be um, Taif, Maser, and a Brekta, elaborating on this, um, um <clears throat> considers the sugga to be so so uh so um Rabbi Huda Mikhaiv Be'eruv um Master. Rabbi Huda considers the sugga to be a house and therefore obligates it in Arab to have a mzuzah and to have Maser. Um Khitema Mijrabana and should you say that the Rihuda only meant that a sugar is considered a house on a rabbinic level. So it's well enough to say that sugar should be obligated in Arab and in Mzaza on a rabbinic level, but not me doraita. But could one say that uh, produce brought into a sugar is obligated in master on a rabbinic level? Why would they have posed such a <clears throat> large stringency? Haftur. Certainly not unless one comes to to, to uh, master obligated produce on behalf of exempt produce. Um, um, on behalf of exempt produce, we have tour or exempt produce on behalf of obligated. Um, Sorry. Um, no one disagrees that during the seven days that the Kohen Gadol stayed in the Parashat Chamber, it was basically, uh, it was obligated to have a mezuzah. But the point where they disagree is regarding the nature of its mezuzah obligation in the other days of the year. Rabbanon Tzavre, the Chachamim, maintain, that we decree the Parashat Chamber, we have a, have a mezuzah during the other days of the year, um, when it was unoccupied, on account of the seven days when the Kohen Gadol will live there. Um, but Rehuda Tzavre loves me, but Rehuda maintains that we make no such decree. I'm a lay Rabba, Rabba said to Abai, <clears throat> but the mission had earlier spoke of a sugar during the um Chag of Sagot. Ella Amara rather said Rabbi Bish Ayyamat Shana Kulayamalo uh Pligi Bish uh uh Dictorum. On the other days of the year, no one could test that if the Parajan Chamber is exempt from a Sasak, keep Pligi um Bishiva, where they refer is regarding the seven days, Sukatama, the Khud Vilishka, the Tama Lakhod, and a Sugam <clears throat> concerns. One principle and the uh in the right regarding the hidden chamber involves another principle. Suga Tama the the Machloga regarding the second concerns one principle as follows. Rehuda the Tame, Rehuda follows his own reasoning. The Amar, he said, is Suga Dirat Kava the Inan, that would require a Suga to be a permanent residence. And it follows, therefore, that it is required to have a Mitzvah. And the Rabbana follows their own reasoning. The Amar, Suga Dirat Arai. Um, the Inan, for they themselves said that we require Sukkot to be a temporary residence, and is therefore not required to have Mzuzah. And the Machlogi regarding the Bahajan Shemir involves another principle as follows. 
Karcham Shma Dira. They want to maintain that an enforced residence is considered a residence and required a mezuzah. But Rabbi Yehuda Dira Baal Karcham Shma Dira. But Rabbi holds the opposite. And Rabbanon who dekatinu detakinu la. And it's only on a rabbinic level that a mezuzah obligation was enacted first. Well, Yom Rekhon Gadol Chavush Beit Hasurim. In order that people not say that the Kohen is locked in jail, because uh, that would not be good. Mantana lahad tana rabbanu. Who is the Tana who taught this? Right, the this following right, the Kosh irim shahi yishan lo hayel lahem mezuzah chutz mishan nikanor. All the gates that were there had no mezuzah fits them except for nikanor's gate, which had a mezuzah shalifnim nimenu lishkat parhajim. Because beyond it was the parhajim chamber. Lema rabbanu he below rabbi yehuda. So I said. It it's uh perforce the rap rabbanu whose whose view the breath is reflecting and not the view of uh Rabbi Huda, the Rabbi Huda, because if it is Rabbi Huda, he goof for Gizera. Um itself the it itself is uh, just a um Gizera Midrabana. But I don't Nikom even exhort Gizera Gizera. Should we arise and issue a second Gizera regarding him as a Nikonor's gate on top of the first three? I feel Tim Rabbi Huda, even if you say that the bread follows Rabbi Huda Kulachado Gizera he. Rather, it's all one decree that the pride and chamber should be treated in regard to the um the mezuzah obligations and mitzvah that it as is as a home. Um I think that's what we're gonna end here today. Um and enjoy Rabbi Rose. Have a wonderful rest of your day. So I basically just wanted to um introduce the uh speaker today. So it is um Rabbi Rose, Rabbi Rosalinsky. Um, I know him personally very well, and he's a um, he's a wonderful, wonderful person, um, teacher, rabbi, and just all around amazing. I see him walking around like all the time. He was the one who um, he was actually featured in the all daf video with me, because um, he started the daf yomi thing um, last year during quarantine on Zoom. He would give a regular daf yomi shir every single day. And I would go to it every single day. And that's kind of what kept me going throughout quarantine. And eventually I took over. So if you want to see the um, that full part, you can go to oldaf.org slash Charlie and watch the uh, video. But um, so, yeah, I just wanted to introduce him and let's hear what he has to say. All right, guys, just wanted to share a few words of inspiration. The truth is you should be giving me words of inspiration because you guys inspire me a lot more. But Charlie asked for a few words, so I'm going to share a few words. Uh, it's very interesting. In this week's double parsha of Achrei Mos and Kedoshim, the very end of Parshas Achrei Mos, Psukim that we, that we read actually at Mincha of Yom Kippur, the Torah is describing some of the most disgusting of Averos that a person could possibly commit, inappropriate relationships that we can't even imagine, though we can't even fathom. And then, at the very, very beginning, that's the end of Acharemos, then at the very, very beginning of Parshas Kedoshim, the Torah says, Kedoshim to you, be a gotta be holy. And the question is, like, it seems a little bit extreme. On the one hand, you have the end of Acharemos, the most disgusting and despicable and disgraceful of Averos of, of sin that a person could possibly commit, that a person could possibly do. And then the very beginning of Kedosh, the very next parsha talks about you got to be very, very holy. Isn't there like space in the middle? Like most of us aren't like big holy rabbis. We're also not doing these disgusting averos described at the end of Achremos. It seems like there has to be some middle ground. So much so that the Rambam very famously in Hilchos Tshuva, 
when he's describing how a person should view himself, the Rambam says, we shouldn't view ourselves as the biggest tzaddik in the world. We shouldn't view ourselves as the biggest Russia in the world. We should view ourselves as a benoni, as a guy who's in the middle of the road, who's not in either extreme. So the question is, why do the Parshio seem to describe such extremes? Either you're kadoshim to you, you're really, really holy, or you are... Uh, or you are despicable and disgusting, doing terrible, terrible things. And I think perhaps the answer, very simply put, is that in life, we have two choices to make. Either we're aspiring for Kedoshim, either we're looking to be incredibly holy and special, and we're looking to do amazing, amazing things, or we're sort of not. <laughs> and if we're, we're just, you know, laissez-faire, we're just like, you know, we're going to chill, I'm going to be good, I'm going to do my thing. It doesn't work like that. Life is like an escalator. If we stand still, we're going down. In life, we got to shoot for the moon, and if we shoot for the moon, at least we'll definitely hit a star or two. So Kedoshim teaches us, you got to be, try to be as kadosh as you can, try to be as holy as you can, try to be as special and as connected to Hashem as you possibly can. You, we're not going to be perfect. We're not going to be the biggest tzaddikim in the world. But as long as we're focusing on growing, as long as we're focusing on being as kadosh, as holy, as special, as, as, as sweet to everyone as we possibly can, then at least we won't, we won't go down and chas v'shalom, do the averos at the end of Parshas Achremos. You guys are the most incredible group of guys who are spending extra time learning and growing. And you guys understand this idea perhaps more than anyone. To be kadoshim, no one's perfect. No, you're not perfect, but you're all working on yourselves, learning extra Torah, trying to be as close to Hashem as you possibly can. And Amir Hashem, if you continue in doing that, you continue focusing on Kedoshim, you continue focusing on being holy, special, connected to Hashem, then Amir Hashem, you'll continue to bring a tremendous, tremendous amount of nachas to your parents, to your families, and to all of Klai Great job, guys. Keep it up. You guys are awesome. Take care.